This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Sports powered by fans. And check it Hello and welcome to another edition of Hello from the Other Side from the Wednesday Week. Uh, this week we've got Sam joining us from the Blue Focus podcast. Evening Sam, you alright? Yeah, I'm all good Ash, how are you doing? Um, I- I'm good, the football could be better, but no doubt that's what we're here for. Um, so, upcoming for Sheffield Wednesday, up next is a trip to Birmingham, St Andrews, um, to face, I'm going to say it, Wayne Rooney's Birmingham City. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> it is. We, 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 everyone's into it now. It's got it's got the Frank Lampard um, vibe all about it. But yeah, ah, football's not been too great for both of our teams. Sam has it. Um, not really, to say the least. So we're coming um, with obviously one win in five. Yourselves are struggling as well with one draw in six. I believe it is. But it was a good draw, two all against Ipswich. So um, f- fair play for that. So I'll just start off. Um, what's your thoughts on the obviously the appointment of Wayne Rooney? Um, it's not had the best start, has he? Yeah, it's one of them ones where as soon as Rooney was appointed as the manager, there was all this fanfare around it. You know, obviously it's a big name. What he'd done in his career as a player, absolutely fantastic. But obviously translating that into management. It's always going to be tough, isn't it? And obviously, there was always excitement at the start when it was was announced. It came at the expense of John Eustace, who I thought was a superb manager for Birmingham, considering the um, circumstances he was put in charge in. Say, for instance, sort of when he walked through the door last season, we were favourites for relegation. And, you know, a lot of people wrote us off, a lot of pundits, a lot of, you know, betting companies doing this whole thing where it's like, oh, yeah, 
Birmingham are the odds-on favourites to go down. Yeah. And as soon as you sort of mess around with the bookmakers, you're in for a treat then yeah. if it goes your way because you can just rub it in and <laughs> to go back. <laughs> so um, last season was our best finish in seven years. And um, it was a pretty good season because of the limitations we sort of had on the pitch, you know, only being able to get your transfers in, free transfers, loan players or whatever. But this season actually started off with a lot of backing. We've got new ownership now, uh, fronted by Knighthead Company, which is uh, owned by Tom Wagner. And um, Gary Cook is the CEO, used to be involved at Man City. He was the guy that was in charge of the whole um, Mark Hughes to Roberto Mancini move. Um, the Abu Dhabi regime put him in charge then. So it's someone with a lot of pedigree in the game. And um, to start off the season, we've done really well, you know, picked up great results against Leeds, Bristol City, uh, beating both of them uh, without conceding a goal. And that was something that we really looked to improve this season. And we have sort of um, conceded less goals. And then comes the Rooney appointment. And there was a lot of turbulence sort of in the build up to it, you know, not knowing about the manager's future. And when you'll know as a Sheffield Wednesday fan, when there's uncertainty around the managerial job, you know, who's going to be there uh, for the next game, it just creates this, this whole uncertainty that you just don't need. And it creates problems you didn't have in the first place. And as you said, you know, Rooney hasn't started that well. It's one draw in uh, five games and four losses. So it's not a fantastic record, really. No, I mean, when, when obviously, you you got uh, new owners and, obviously, the fanfare, not as much as Wrexham that we've seen, but, you know, the Tom Brady thing that he was spotted in a local pub in Birmingham and all that, it was like, um, you could sense they was going to try and bring in somebody. And, obviously, I just, for me personally, I'll say I just don't get the Wayne Rooney loving, should we say. Like, mm. I, I made a joke with Frank Lampard and I'm the same both great international players, world-class players, and we've seen it, it doesn't always translate on the pitch for their respective teams. Um, I think, forgive me if I've got this wrong, I think um, Eustace was sixth when he left his position. He oh, yeah. Sorry, Birmingham was sixth when Eustace mm. won, and now he's sitting 18th. Um, it's, it's quite a decline, isn't it? And obviously you've seen the form's mm. not been there. Um where was the was it a 50-50 with fans for Rooney or was it was it this excitement that it, it was a, a big name player uh, with limited coaching experience obviously he's been in uh, it was Derby and then uh, America um was it 50-50 or was it the whole fanfare of obviously new owners Tom Brady the the, the furore around that and thinking obviously Wayne Rooney yeah um good appointment it was one of the things where there was excitement because of the name, but there was more fans that were against the idea because of what happened to us back in 2016. I don't know if you know um, when Gary Rowett was manager of Birmingham and he had us sort of in a pretty steady position, you know, back-to-back 10th place finishes. And that season we were in the playoffs in December, I think it was. And uh, he was sacked when new owners came in and Gianfranco Zola was appointed. And a lot of Birmingham fans thought at the time, this move, you know, uses to Rooney is very similar to what happened all them years ago when Rout was replaced by Zola. And so far, it's been the exact same where you had a manager that was getting results from the team. A new managers come in, try to implement their own style, be a bit more expansive. Uh, the board have used no fear football as one of the things they've said in their opening press conference. I mean, I, I can say for one, I'm pretty scared when I'm watching the football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's, yeah. fear coming, there's fear coming from the stands, put it that way. So yeah. um, it's been pretty fearful watching it, but uh, I'd say Rooney's tactics are pretty fearless. Whether that comes at expense to us so far, it kind of has because we're conceding much more goals than we had at the start of the season. You know, at the start of the season before Rooney's appointment, um, only Leicester conceded less goals than us in the league, and now we're just leaking goals. So it's not a great predicament that we're in, really. 
Well, it's good to hear because um, we're not exactly uh, scoring um, many goals. We've got seven all season. So it's good to hear that you're leaking quite a few for us to turn into town and uh, hopefully get, get a few more on our board because we, Sheffield Wednesday at the minute, are, are not the attacking threat that they need to be. Obviously, you see yourself sat, sat at the bottom of the league and only scoring seven. Um, it's not great. Is is there has there is it been that much of a change since the style of play between the two managers? Um, obviously, Rooney's going to come in with it with his own philosophies and all his tactics and how he wants to play uh, and his backroom staff. Um, is it been that night and day? Obviously, with results, it it, it see it seems that way on paper, but on the pitch, you looking week in week out, Sam. Um, has it been that that bad? of an improvement, shall I say? <laughs> mm, I think it's one of the things where the very first game you could notice differences straight away. We played Millersborough away from home. Millersborough are a good side. On that point, they're actually in a pretty bad run of form because they started the season pretty slowly, but they're picked up now. And um, when we played them at the Riverside, it was straight away a change of system. You know, we went from a 4-2-3-1 to a 4-3-3. And um, we were playing players in positions that perhaps they were unfamiliar with. There was so much space sort of in behind us where there wasn't before. And I think the main difference between Eustace and Rooney tactics-wise is that Eustace used to sort of set up these sides in preparation for how the other team were going to play. Whereas Rooney's kind of come in and said, right, this is the way we're going to play. We're not going to compromise for anybody. You know, this is the way we're going to try and get out of this league by playing this way of football. And obviously it's all good doing that when you're picking up results. But then when you don't and you're in the position we're in, it looks a little bit silly. So I think it may be one of the things now where Rooney's had a proper look at his team, had five games, knows the players a bit more and knows what to do with them because it looked like in the first couple of games, he didn't really know the players' best positions. You know, they were moved around quite a lot in one of the familiar positions to the fans. But I think now he's kind of come in, had a bit more time to work with the players, properly know what positions they can play in and know their capabilities as well as their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, we... we um... We it was different for us with Danny Rule coming in. Uh, obviously, Cisco Munez was was awful. It's t- statistically yeah. the worst manager we've ever had, and obviously it, it's been shown in the in the table. Um, but we've got Danny Rule's got one win in his five games. He's been here now, um, but we can see a progression. We can see we've gone the other way to you. You've obviously lost a manager who's been in great form and gone the other way, where we've had a manager that's been awful. And yes, the results haven't improved as drastic as we would hope, but the football, the progression in the football has been a lot better. Um, and on on week last Saturday against Millwall, obviously a four 0 drubbing by Millwall, um, and it was it was good for the first 15, 20 minutes. So we we we've flipped the other way. So obviously coming coming to Birmingham. Um, I'm loving it. It's going to be my first time to Birmingham, St Andrews, so it's a, it's a new stadium for me. Ticking that one off. Um, as a as a fan of Sheffield Wednesday, and there's going to be uh, a couple of thousand of us going. What can we expect at, at St Andrews? Is it is it going to be a warm welcome? Is there lots of um, pubs in the ground? The obviously away end, you might not know, but is what what to expect as a Sheffield Wednesday fan uh, making the trip? It's not that far to Birmingham for us. So this is actually going to be my first game attending when Rooney's the manager um, because I went to a game earlier this season when uh, Yusuf was manager. It was a one-all draw against Millwall against our former manager, Gary Rowett. But um, first game witnessing Rooney in charge. The atmosphere, I'm not sure what it's going to be like. I feel like it's still in a position where 
it's not one way or the other where like lots of people are saying Rooney out or lots of people are backing the manager. I feel like it's kind of that even stage at the moment. And it's one of the things where if a result doesn't go our way, it could very easily, you know, go very negative, toxic. Like if we concede an early goal, I think you guys will win it. You know, it's one of the things where the first goal is going to matter so much to the game because if it goes in our favour, the fans will get right up for it. They'll be doing the Rooney chance or whatever. But then if it goes the other way, then I'm sure Sheffield Wednesday will be chanting the uh, Rooney song that all the fans have been chanting <laughs> about Rooney and Granny. So uh, we'll be yeah. doing that maybe, regardless of what the scoreline <laughs> is. But we kind of expect it. You know, we, yeah. we kind of hop on board with the banner as well. So it's fine with us. But um, whatever the result's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be a fierce game with uh, lots of challenges flying in and a typical, you know, championship scrap as you would. Yeah, it's the, it's the old gallows humour, isn't it? You know, everything's mm. going against us and obviously we've had it all season. And mm. and, and I've got to say for our fans, um, away fans is fantastic. They really are. For, so the, the, the people that are lucky enough to get the tickets to come to Birmingham, uh, you'll you'll get a good atmosphere from the away fans. Um, we're still, like I said before, our, our um, managers, we've only got one win, but... 99% of fans, I feel, are still behind the manager. They, they know what dross they had before, so uh, they'll be they'll be supporting. Um, and like I said, it's it's the goals for us. It's going to be really... Um, we've had the press conferences, the manager's had a press conference today. Um, I don't know if you've seen, if, you, if Birmingham have done theirs, if Rooney's done his, um, but we've had ours. We've got a couple of injury um, issues up front. So we've got Malik Wilkes out and uh, Michael Smith who's our leading goal scorer at the minute. So they're out. Um, so I don't know, is there any injury news, anything that you you, you know of for, for Birmingham fans and obviously Sheffield Wednesday fans to, to know? Mm. So Rooney has had his conference, he had it today. And um, the big emerging news from that is that Lee Buchanan is going to be back at left back. And he's someone that's been out for a while now. He got a training injury and um, we signed him in the summer for a pretty uh, small fee, actually. And um, for what he's delivered so far, Buchanan, he's been fantastic. And he's actually someone that's worked with Rooney before. He was um, at Derby County when Rooney was there. So they've right. got a connection beforehand. And it's going to be the first time that Buchanan's played in a um, Birmingham Rooney side. So it's going to be interesting to see how he gets on because um, the fullbacks have been good this season, but it hasn't been a set sort of fullback system because players have been in and out with injuries or whatever. But now that Ethan Laird and Lee Buchanan are fit, those are two main fullbacks and they're going to be featuring uh under Rooney for the first time so that's going to be interesting to see uh one that we've got out still is um George Hall who's a youngster uh, he's not played much football this season but when he's back I'm sure he's going to be electric you know and he may feature on the bench hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. On Saturday, it's not being ruled out, but he's being eased into the squad back gently. 
So you just manage your wing, your on back, your left back, right back, wing back. Has he stuck with a four-three-three um, for the game? So he's been in. Or so well? now it's a four-two-three-one. He initially went with a four-three-three, and it's one of the things where perhaps he's recognised that the players can't do the back and forth in a sort of three in the midfield. So he's got two holding midfielders with three playing a bit further forward, which I think mm-hmm. is the best formation for us. Yeah, it's uh, it's not dissimilar to what we've we've set up sometimes like that as well. Um, and it's it, it's it's hard because obviously we we need to we need to start winning. Of course we do. We need to start scoring goals. If you look at our stats for the last um, five six games, it's been a couple of them games we've only had two shots on target. Uh, under Cisco, it was horrendous. The possession percentages were like thirty percent, late twenties on some games. Um, Danny Rule has managed to up that up, so we're up to late forties, early fifties now on the last few games, which is great for us. Um, but it's it's our attack. I, I don't mind saying it to to, to you, Sam. Uh, like I say, it's frustrating. It's frustrating where you're saying you're shipping goals. I don't think that matters to us because we can't score them. So it's got a nil nil written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's, got, it's got a nil nil. It's got a nil nil. Um, how how is it's a thing. What's what's the, your greatest threat? Do you think to Sheffield Wednesday? So you you look at your Birmingham side. Um, where do you think your attacking threat? If it's attack, if it's going to come from your midfield, or if it's a striker that's in 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 good form. So what's what do you think for us for as Wednesday fans? Who's going to look out for? Um, mm. Thinking that because obviously when whenever I ask that question about Sheffield Wednesday, it's Barry Bannon because obviously for the last seven, eight years, he, he has been the talisman for Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. So for Birmingham, who, who are we looking out for on uh, on Saturday to give our abuse to? I mean, uh, some dislike to. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who's going to get some abuse, Barry Bannon, because he's Aston Villa links. He always gets a hostile reception. So, I mean, regardless yes. of whether he's in good form or not, I <laughs> yeah. him. So he'll get some sort of reception. But um, in terms it of... It won't be a good one. one. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But um, in terms of Birmingham players to look out for, it's one of the things where our attack, if you look at the personnel, it's pretty good. Like we've got Jay Stansfield up top who um, got called up to the England under 21 side by Lee Carsley, former Birmingham player, um, in the most recent international break. And he has been quality for us so far this season. And he's one of them players where as soon as Rooney was appointed manager, you knew that he was going to get the most out of Stansfield because they both pl- like played in very similar ways. You know, the way that Rooney used to play when he was younger, sort of very aggressive, dropping back, sort of link-up play. He'd encourage that from Stansfield. And I think the way that we operate as a sort of front four in this 4-2-3-1, it's very fluid. So Stansfield could kind of drop into the holes, whereas like a winger could maybe push forward a bit more. And um, because we've got now a lot of players available that we didn't have when Rooney took over, like um, Siriki Dembele is about to full fitness. He'll probably feature... Um, Oli Burke will probably feature for us. Um, he's one of the players that yet to get his goal in a Birmingham shirt, but once he gets that goal, I feel like a few more will come after that. It's just a thing with confidence, you know, doing the right things because he's getting in the right positions, but not applying the final touch. And um, Koji Miyoshi as well, a Japanese international, um, joined us in the summer from Royal Antwerp. He's been fantastic for us as well. Very small guy, five foot five. You know, in the championship, you could worry about him getting thrown around a little bit. And I'm sure there'll be a few fouls against Miyoshi. Uh, in the game, but he's one that once he has the ball at his feet, he really can move quickly and help with the link-up play. 
Blimey, we're, we're, we're up against here then with them, aren't it, you? It's, it's <laughs> the defence, though. I'm not talking about the defence. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. picking up the so attack, but not the defence. So where's your wink link, then, in defence? <laughs> oh, I mean, where do you start? It's just, it's just <laughs> the gaps that have appeared everywhere. I mean, what we're trying to do is we're trying to sort of do this whole play out from the back thing. And yeah. you get caught out from doing that quite a bit. And we've got John Roddy in goal, who I think is a fantastic goalkeeper. You know, so much experience. But being told to sort of play out from the back all of a sudden, something that he's not really used to doing, it's a strategy that, you know, kind of doomed from the get-go. And, I mean, we've already been linked with a new goalkeeper, but I think Ruddy's just pretty good as it is. But obviously he's not playing the way that really wants to in terms of playing out from the back and that. So I'd say that's our weakness. You know, if you can sort of intercept us uh, playing it around sort of in the defence, you could have a one-on-one opportunity straight away. So I'd say look out for that, really. And I'm sure that's what the coaching team at Sheffield Wednesday will be looking out for as well. We're looking to sort of pounce on the defensive mistakes. Yeah, we, we've, to be honest, uh, Sam, we've had the same with our goalkeeper the last couple of games. He's, he's, he's made some, well, uh, errors that have led to goals. And, and one of them was playing out from the back. Um, and it, it, the other, the other week against Bristol, it cost Barry Bannon uh, a red card. Obviously, it got rescinded for the Millwall game. Um, but we, we've got issue with our goalkeepers as well. Uh, not everyone's a big fan of Cameron Dawson. And we've got Devis Vasquez, who's on loan from AC Milan, uh, who since Danny Rule's come in has, has not not really had the chance. So it'd be interesting to see how if he sticks for us, if he sticks with Cameron Dawson or not. Um but I'm going to flip it then. I'm going to ask the question uh, on the Sheffield Wednesday side, because this is obviously me talking to you, Sam, about who do you think that you've seen? Or I know you've probably not seen a lot of Sheffield Wednesday, of course, but um, who do you think, obviously, Birmingham fans are, are going to be a bit fearful of? Um, I mean, straight away, I have to talk about Bannon because it's one of the things where he'd be the pantomime villain in the game. So, like, if he... <laughs> sort of gets like a set piece or something or like a long range effort you could just see it going in you know it's one of the things where it's so typical for us to sort of be in that position where we're doing a player and then a few minutes later he bangs on in top corner and he just starts shushing us you know so I'd say Bannon is <laughs> yeah. one of the players that I'm fearful of and um, I'm fearful as well from set pieces I think Sheffield Wednesday do have quite a bit of an aerial threat because I remember um watching I haven't watched much of Sheffield Wednesday this season but Last season, I watched quite a bit of them when Darren Moore was in charge and um, Sheffield Wednesday done fantastically. And obviously the game against Peterborough, which is just phenomenal, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Um, that that must be a highlight for you guys. So like seeing that game and the way it flipped at Hillsborough, you know, like the set pieces that you guys got. So I'm fearful of that. I mean, it's, it's going to be a physical game, I think. There's going to be, you know, a lot of rough challenges. As you said there, like the nil-nil, it could be a possibility where, you know, it's quite cagey. So... I'm worried about the aerial threat sort of coming from the back for Sheffield Wednesday and obviously Barry Bannon as well. Yeah, we as, as Sheffield Wednesday fans, we do see that. We've got um, Bambo Diaby centre-half, who's like six, mm. six and a half foot. We've got Dom, Dominic Iorfa, six foot four, I believe he is. We have got a presence at the exactly. back. It's just the, the corner. I can't tell you the last time we scored from a corner. Um, I really can't. Um, the one thing that's been levelled at Barry Bannon uh, a few times is he's, he, he takes the corners majority of the times, but his, his delivery from the corners is not the best. Um, struggles mm. to beat the first man, or, or however they've set up for the corners, it, it's not been it's not been the threat that we we uh, we want it to be. So I, I'm mm. not I'm not sure you'll be, uh, but 
it's, it's one of the things where, like, it's one of the things where, like, perhaps you don't score many from them, but we look very vulnerable from them. Like the Sunderland game, the last game before the international break, two of their goals come from corners, and um, we just look dreadful at defending them. You know, I, I, I yeah. don't get like nowadays with the whole zonal marking thing. Like, I just don't <laughs> understand it. Like, I mean, I, I may sound like an old man here, but like, I just, I just don't get it. And um, that's something that has tried to be implemented. And if you look at the coaching staff we've got, you know, the fact that assistant managers are Ashley Cole and John O'Shea, like you think with them guys there, our defence would improve, surely. <laughs> like, as they were as a player, but... Yeah, well, we we had Darren Moore uh, last season, like you, you've said, who was, was a big, imposing centre-half in his time as well. And, and we were guilty then of some of our defensive mistakes. And you're thinking, the gaffer is, is a, a 90s centre-half, you know, don't take no shit go, and everything like that. And some of the defending that we've, we've been guilty of last season, uh, and even again this season at corners, uh, we've been found out. So it's probably uh, something that, um, we've got to improve on on both defensive and attacking. It really is. Um, it's um, it's a strange one. A strange one. Everywhere around the pitch, mate, we've got to improve, and we've got to improve start on Saturday because uh, table doesn't lie. We are where we are, and it's uh, it's bad times at uh, Hillsborough. Um, I'm I'm going to uh, we're going to start wrapping up, Sam. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask for a little. A little rundown of how you think the game's going to go, and then a prediction okay. at the end. So just just imagine we've kicked off; it's three o'clock. Um, just just a, a quick overlay of how you think the game may go. So, oof, that's a good <laughs> one actually, especially yeah. because I'm going to the game on Saturday as well. Like I'm going to be picturing it in my head. Like, I remember, <laughs> I remember the prediction I did on Ash's channel, and it's not going completely to plan. <laughs> and then whoever's sat next to you, your mate or whoever, and's gone. You know what you said the other day. <laughs> I'm watching that, and it's not going. It's you were totally wrong, or you may be totally right. So yeah, I'll, yeah, uh, I'll let maybe. you go on, Sam. So whew, I'm going to say first half. I think both teams will score in the first half. So I'm saying we'll probably score first. Everyone will get optimistic. We'll start doing the really chance. Ten minutes later, you guys will score from some sort of I don't know set piece. I'm calling, even though you guys haven't scored from a corner in a while. It tends to be against us where teams need to break these. Um, patterns or whatever or like records so i'm going to say you guys are going to score a set piece goal just before half time going at one all it's going to be pretty cagey both teams don't want to lose it as such but then we may get a bit of magic from the bench so i'm saying a 2-1 win for birmingham oh 2-1 win for birmingham mm. all right okay i don't like it but i'll take i respect <laughs> it i don't like it but i'll respect it hold on yeah um i'll i'll give you my prediction and um, i think it's going to be a one nil I, I say one nil for every time Every game this season, virtually, I've said a 1-0 Wednesday win. And and obviously, we've only managed one win all season. Um, so, which is 2-0. <laughs> even more which was 2-0, I know. I know. <laughs> and, and only scoring seven goals, two of them were in one game. We're doing well out of 16 games. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 Wednesday. Uh, and I'm, I am quite conf- quite pessimistic. Is that the word? Optimistic, sorry. Um, and... I do want Wednesday to win, of course I do, but I know it's going to be hard and it, from every game from now on. And unless we get into a bit of a routine, it's going to be hard. I'll take an anything 1-0. If it's the first minute and we sit back for 89 minutes or if it's the 89th minute when we when the goalkeeper's come up and nodded one in, um, I'll take it. I'll take 1-0, mate. It's got to be. Um, but we'll see on Saturday, won't we? We'll see. Yeah, it's, um, we'll see. It's, it, it's games for Sheffield Wednesday a must win and... Probably 
I'll not say it's a must win for Birmingham, but I'm sure Rooney, especially at home, will will need to get that win soon because, Absolutely. like you say, the fans will start instead of being very like 50 50, it'll start going 60 40 out. Then it'll start with every game that he doesn't get a win. Mm. Um, it'll start going so obviously bad times at Birmingham for, for, uh, for Rooney at the minute. Um, Sam. Anything uh, going on on your podcast, the Blues Focus, that we can uh, we're looking forward to listening to or anything? Is that we can if Wednesday fans fancy a bit of uh, entertainment on the way down to Birmingham on Saturday? Is there anything going on? Well, um, we'll be recording the video straight after this. With our preview looking at Sheffield Wednesday side of things, so we'll have that, and then also we'll have Tommy's vlog up on the weekend from the game. So there'll be sort of a view from. St Andrews from the home end that uh, the fans can check out and I'm sure if there's a way limbs you know, get a good look at that there <laughs> oh yeah there's nothing better is there when there's a, oh, a video when, when, you, when you film it on the other side and you just see all the fans going mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we will look forward to seeing that on Saturday at five o'clock uh, or whenever it gets released uh, Sam but thank you very much for joining us um, no it's been a pleasure it's great to talk about Sheffield Wednesday even though it's, it's um, not the best of times but um, thank you very much for listening watching um, hello from the other side. It's brilliant. Tune in, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Thank you very much. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.